Hello and welcome to the Guardhog Technologies Vacation and Short-Term Rental Titans podcast. This is the show for anyone interested in getting a more in-depth understanding into the short-term rental space, especially when it comes to tech-enabled trust and safety. And on this episode, I have the real pleasure of having Carlo Villaro Lassen, the Vacation Rentals Danish Viking Titan, joining me. <laughs> Carlos, welcome. It's great to have you. Thank you, Humphrey. Thank you very much. Thanks for inviting. Very, uh, very interesting uh, approach you take to to uh, to our sector. So I'm very interested in uh, in speaking with you guys. Yes. Well, you know Thank what, you. Carlos? It has to be said. Some people try and solve fairly straightforward issues in vacation rentals, like how to stop bad guests turning up at properties or how to make sure the properties actually exist and listings are not fraudulent. You, on the other hand, decided to do what Boris, Emmanuel and Angela couldn't and are trying to unify the industry internationally. I mean, even for a Dane and a Viking, that is one mammoth task. I mean, how did you set out on this road and why? Oh, my God. Why? Ooh, that, that's, that, that, that's quite a, a crazy question indeed. Uh, why why uh, trying to challenge this? And even worse, what we try to do is unify us towards an external world of politicians and strange city restrictions making short-term rental uh, sometimes worse than worse, uh, even trying to make it illegal sometimes, and trying to be there on the call that that you have your own house, you want to rent it out, you have a guest who wants to rent your house. How can you? How can we uh, uh, go ahead with it? But uh, but uh, I think pretty much you can say that that uh, uh, there is a need to get together, right? There is a need for the industry to get together. And, uh, and uh, I think uh, when we began back in 2013, we didn't even know what to call our industry. We didn't know the name of what we were doing because every language had like up to 20 names of what we were doing. Self-catering, holiday home, vacation home, vacation rental, short-term rental came in later, uh, 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 self-accommodation, uh, bed and breakfast, service departments there's so many names in in so many languages so uh, i think that that i got the push from some of the big property managers in europe uh saying we are operated all of of of, of the continent and uh, and uh, we quite don't understand why we have to have different laws all over the place so why don't we speak together and from there it just took go took took over because uh, uh, uh it is quite a special trade association in many ways. Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, have we completed the task? Uh, not much better than the rest who tried, but I think we've got some quite important uh, 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 goals there. And we have very, very ambitious uh, uh, goals for, for the coming 12 months, but even longer, so yeah. So let's let, let, let's look forward. What what are the, those goals for the next twelve months? Well, where where do you think where do you think we're going to be? Are we going to end up with one name for the industry? <laughs> uh, well, we are getting there. I think we are getting there because uh, 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 if anyone says a hotel, 
You can say it in all languages, right? You can say hotel in Danish. You can say hotel in Catalan. You can say hotel uh, uh, in, in in all kind of languages, and you know what it is. Whereas uh, we have to have a name in each uh, uh, in each uh, uh, language, but we are getting there regarding the rental part of it and the, the short stay part of it. Uh, uh, but I think the goal for the future is actually that I think we can beat up the hotels. They have one name. We can beat them up by having 500 names. And everybody knows if you say one of those 500 names, this is what we're doing. And I think uh, 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 if you were speaking about holiday homes, uh, rental, vacation rentals, short-term rentals, just five years ago, at, at a dinner party, you had to explain yourselves uh, and say, oh, that is what I'm doing. And now everybody gets it quite good. And I think in the next 12 months, we are just growing and growing the industry because the pandemic moved us not only uh, 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 with this crazy situation of lockdown, but all the digital, the tech uh, uh, improvements moved us like catalyzed us 10 years ahead, 10 years into the uh, things that we will that we knew would come, but not un until 10 years from now. And now they will come in the next year. A lot of new guests coming in try, who tried our product, Brits uh, renting holiday homes in, uh, in, 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 uh, in the UK, uh, Germans in Germany. And now in the next 12 months, when things open up, they want to try that also in Spain in Greece, even in Turkey or Northern Africa or South America, which was like, if you were crossing more than a few borders, if you were flying, you were going for holiday at a hotel and only like 10% would go for, for short-term rental. Of course, Germans to France and, and Spain, that was well-established, but they wouldn't go uh, uh, much further on. And now whole new groups of guests like one year ago, 70% of all Europeans never tried a short-term rental. And many of them tried it now in their own country and they wanna go for this product, which is safe. And now they've learned it and they trust that this can be achieved uh, in Greece, in, uh, in, uh, in, in everywhere. So I think the ambition for, for, for the industry is to professionalize extremely much and to, and to get all these new guests on, on the list. I mean, Klaus, I think that is massively exciting because, you know, what you're saying is that this industry, which some people estimate at the moment at 1.2, 1.3, up to as high as $2 trillion a year, actually, that is hardly scratching the surface because of the amount of growth that we could see this industry have over the next 10 years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what a moment to think about starting your own property management business or getting involved in the sector. Like, you know, forget the COVID wave. We're seeing a vacation rental, short term rental wave. And, you know, it's just building. Yeah, indeed. And I, I totally agree with you. It's a very exciting moment because Basically, we need to believe, I think it's correct to say that the basic economic is sound. So if you forget about the COVID, when we get back on, on pace, when we are back in an open economy, things will return to the growth things. It's different 
maybe from the financial crisis where the economy was quite rotten. We didn't have economical basic problems uh, before the COVID. So now we've spent a lot of money, yes, but if we go back to, to, to normal, to 2019, the difference will be that we are uh, uh, technologically and, uh, and open-minded as we would be in five, five or 10 years. And, and imagine an industry where uh, the biggest players, which would be a waste, the waste group with Nova Sol, cottages, uh, whole season, et cetera, they would have 100,000 units in Europe, 100,000 units in Europe, that would be the biggest player. Uh, together with Oyo, uh, the hotel chain coming in and uh, working with Belvilla and Dance Center. And they would also have like this type of figures. And that's the two biggest ones in a European market where you might have 4 million units. That's not big. And they want to grow. They want to grow double digits. So you will have like an industry that will grow. Uh, you have Marriott hotels coming into the industry. You have new players coming in. And at the same time, if you have one unit or let's say five units, together with technological help, you can be like a cyborg that you can put all the technology the, the, the uh, property management systems, the channel uh, management, the, uh, the, the things that you guys help out with, uh, with trust and safety measures. So you can be just as competitive with five units as if you had 1,000 or 100,000 units. So it's a market where we can't say where it will go uh, 100%, but you will have bigger players and you will have small players speaking, being stronger, and much bigger in the next year. So, uh, so uh, what we need to is to find our way in this massive uh, uh, river that, that's going for growth. And also on the other hand, limitations, restrictions, and that's what, what the AJJ is actually much about, dealing with all the restrictions that we see all around the world, yeah. And those, those restrictions have the potential to be hugely dampening on this market. Um, I mean, what, what is the biggest issue you're tackling at the moment on behalf of the industry? Well, uh, 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 what, what, what's been quite crazy is that one thing we learned from, from, from the COVID situation is that short-term rental, we are on our own because a lot of the programs out there to help out uh, uh, companies come through this COVID situation, all the health packages from governments. Okay, yes, our, our companies could have help, but if the house owner, people were saying, no, you have no compensation. So uh, we are on our own. If, if you have a hotel, you have a direct compensation of what you lose. While if you have a house, you won't get the compensation. Yes, if you have the company, uh, property management company, a uh, uh, digital company, tech company, OTA, you had something, but the house owners didn't get anything. So we are on our own. And the other thing we learned is that they didn't leave us in peace because what I was hoping, okay, now we have a COVID situation. Let's get this uh, all together through with it. And short-term rental really stepped up saying, uh, we can deliver short-term rentals for, for help uh, for people from the hospitals, uh, employees in the hospitals 
for people who are sick, who need a place to be isolated. So we really involved ourselves. That was pretty uh, a good uh, way to, to, to go with things. But at the same time, the government in Paris, in uh, Scotland, in Ireland, in Spain, in Portugal, in Denmark, all over Europe, found out of new ways to make restrictions on short-term rental. And what are the topics? Well, we can start uh, with your island uh, up in Scotland. They have passed laws on licensing, licensing, totally unnecessary. So unnecessary that the European Union, which is right, you are, you, you are not, uh, Scotland is not uh, under jurisdiction anymore there, but, but still it's against all the principles that even the European Union uh, are putting in. In Paris, we had a court case, the, the Carly apartment case, making secondary home rental completely illegal. So if you have a secondary home in Paris, de facto, it's become illegal. Uh, if you go to Prague, we had some laws passed because they said that the reason for the COVID situation was short-term rental in the city of Prague, which was totally nonsense. If you go to, uh, if you go to uh, 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 Germany, they are creating like an insurance fund where if you sell your, uh, uh, an apartment, you have to have like an insurance so that the company doesn't close down. So you have to pay for funding. I could start from here and we had like one hour of, of, of bullet points. The point is that new restrictions are coming in, are coming in. But I would also say that we are getting better and better dealing with it. We have our victories. We have our results on many of those things. And I sincerely believe that when the COVID situation is over and that health packages stops people will politicians will also see the value of short-term rentals because they will scream for tourists in greece and in portugal and in the uk and in denmark saying we need people to travel to our destination and if you want people to travel you need a place to have them staying and that would be definitely short-term a short-term rental yeah and you know um by 2025 over 50 percent of travelers are going to be from gen z or gen x Sorry, the millennials or Gen Gen Z, and they actively don't like hotels. They will they will not they do not want to stay in those traditional backpackers hotels when they can stay through the short term rental sector, because they're looking for that real experience as so many people are. I think I think that's fascinating, Carlos, and uh, you're clearly fighting for the industry. Um, in numerous places against numerous battles, which you can't possibly win because obviously short-term rentals in Prague were the sole responsibility and cause of COVID. Um, look, who, who in the industry is a bit of a role model? Do you have a man crush or a woman crush on anyone in this industry who you, know, you think has done something pretty extraordinary? Ooh, that's a good question, uh, because I have a lot. I have a lot. Uh, uh, I would say that uh, uh, there's been a very important group of people in, of course, from my point of view, on the creating trade associations. People who, who, uh, who try to get 
the companies together, uh, just as we try in the AJJ. Uh, and the, and the, the, the important thing about the AJJ is to say that, that we still have a lot of, of potential members who want to get in and will come in in the coming years, but we have role models, uh, who people who did it. Take Fiona Campbell up in, uh, in the Scottish Self-Care Association. Take Peter Downey in Ireland, trying really to fight for, for, for what he's doing uh, uh, in, uh, uh, in a situation in Ireland where restrictions become crazy. And he's been around like doing this. Uh, I met him first time like more than 10 years ago uh, where he was visiting Copenhagen and he's still around. Take uh, Marilee Carr, who uh, uh, together with Shomik Panda also uh, in the UK, tried to, uh, to, to make a UK trade association. Take a guy like Robert Kennedy at Super Control, really supporting the industry and, and, the, and the trade associations and the organization of things. Uh, 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 and, and, and if you go to, to Germany uh, uh, and, and the market there, Michel Zwiebel, uh, 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 in, in, in Germany, where Berlin just was banding and branding uh, uh, the short-term rental uh, uh, sector uh, uh, and, and, and really trying to fight it. If you go to France, Marie Pistigny there with the SPLM, and as I just told you before, uh, in a situation where uh, you, you, uh, you, uh, you couldn't, uh, uh, it's actually big become illegal to rent out and they still want to fight for, for, for missions. If you go to, to, to Portugal, Eduardo Miranda, great guy, organizing all short-term rentals, like thousands of thousands of short-term rentals in Portugal, being in direct dialogue with the government uh, 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 on a monthly pace. My name, uh, 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 I'm sure you can almost see that even if I'm sitting here in Denmark with the Lassen name, uh, I also have uh, Catalan, uh, 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 and I was born in Barcelona, so I know how Catalans and Spanish people uh, act by Roman law towards short-term rental. And if you say, look at the work that Fibitu is doing, and I won't mention names because there's so many, uh, Patricia, Pablo, Carlos, Carlos, there's a lot of Carlos around there, right? But, and many, many more, uh, uh, and really trying to organize this extremely big market. Uh, go to Italy, uh, Gianpaolo, uh, uh, a great guy, really trying to organize things and has conferences with 1,000 uh, people. Go to Croatia, go to Greece. Uh, I think that we have uh, uh, so many heroes around uh, uh, in the industry. And what, what I mean by that is that this is really something where you can sit on your own uh, kitchen table Look into to your own company and try to get things done and then uh, uh, close off free riding, right? Uh, and that's okay because you really need that people focused on their own industry. But you can also uh, try to, to raise the quality of the industry and make the cake bigger and take the fights saying, no, we want to explain our own story about short-term rental. We want to tell uh, uh, our own uh, uh, things, uh, and uh, and uh, uh, when, when when you look at, at at the great work that many of these people are doing, uh, it's amazing that they, they that 
because you have a reward personally when you when your fights are good, right? But they are really fighting uh, up against uh, uh, a sector. And I think I think basically uh, when you try to do it, the reward is that we have fun. We are telling a positive story. Short-term rental is positive because uh, if you have a hotel, you it's almost uh, impossible. Uh, uh, to make business if you don't have some kind of monopoly. So hotels by DNA wants to kill out everything that, that competes with them. Because if you have your own hotel and nobody else around, you can set your own price and you can do as you wish. Short-term rental, on the other hand, is very different. Uh, uh, first of all, every house is basically privately owned and the guests comes in and we are uh, uh, that in between. So we have two clients, we have the house owners and all two partners even, right? The house owner and the guest coming in and, uh, and, and trying to, to, to mix those guys. And if this comes another house owner around the corner, you don't look at it as competition. You look at it that the cake grows. So we don't have this kind of, okay, the European Holiday Home Association is here to kill all competitors and close them down. No, we are here to, to, uh, to say we are here on our own. We, we have the right to be here. And also, we are here uh, and want to grow the market, have more property managers coming in, more properties coming in. And, and the growth expectations, as you said, all the young people coming out there, we want to, we, we expect that bed nights would, will double in the coming five, seven years in Europe. How is that in any way possible without using existing houses and existing capacity? It's impossible without that. So we will grow. And, uh, and uh, I think you actually put it very, very good when we spoke about the COVID situation, you and I at a panel debate. You might don't remember it, but I do. Uh, and you were saying like, uh, come on, this COVID situation for the short-term rental can be positive because we have affordable, people want to travel. And when the economics get worse, people want affordable places. We can deliver that. Politicians will be less on our neck because we can deliver jobs, we can deliver uh, uh, tourists. And uh, house owners will need that extra income. So this will be somewhere that will be uh, 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 invested in. So that's positive. There's a positive way forward for the industry. And we can use the situation technologically and uh, to build trust if we, if we are clever. I completely yeah. agree. I'm, I'm hugely excited for the next five to 10 years. I, yeah. I think that, you know, the industry is going to have a huge boom. You know, we have all the evidence from 2008 2009 to show that's what kick-started yeah. the industry exactly. and without sounding too um excited to buy it clearly i am you know another hard financial uh, um economic time is going to hopefully kick-start another boom the next boom yeah. um so you know fingers crossed and we'll see um, yeah. that's a lot of man crushes out there. So um, that, that's a lot of love, which has just been passed out throughout the industry. Um, Carlos, I got to ask you, okay, you, you are one of the hardest working people that I know. How do you balance your life and your work? Oh, 
Oh, is there a balance? <laughs> well, I think I'm quite privileged because yes, I was born in Barcelona, I'm a Catalan, but moved up here to Denmark when I was 10. And I think the Danish system is very kind to a work-life balance, I, I, I would say. Uh, because, uh, 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 well, uh, I, I can't, I, I think it's not around right now, but my, uh, uh, we have a, a, an off, I'm at the office right now, and we have an office talk, uh, uh, Eddie, around, right? So uh, it's like politics. If you want a friend, get a dog, right? Uh, but but uh, I think that um, I think that uh, 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 a system where you really say, okay, now I have four days off. Now I'm with the family. This is it, and it's well accepted. And I think that our industry also accepts it that we close down because. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm one of the hardest working people. I know hard working people around in our industry and I'm, a, I'm, I'm a totally uh, blown away of the uh, extremely big job they've been doing also in this COVID uh, situation. But we've been, all been working a lot uh, extra, uh, even if we were closed down. And, uh, and I think this of, of switching off things is quite important. And, uh, and then also keeping up some kind of, 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 of good mood, because uh, if, if you go down with all the big battles that you won't win, uh, uh, we're here for the long run. So, uh, so I, I, I would say I'm privileged. Uh, uh, my uh, uh, lovely family, uh, 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 something that I, that that's comes first, always, always would come first. And, uh, and uh, one thing, that I had a uh, uh, very uh, uh, good experience with was that my kids, I have three of them, right? Uh, and when they were younger, now they don't want to come by, but when they were younger, like eight years, 10 years, uh, and I was traveling, I took them with me and, uh, and uh, I had to make a presentation. So it wasn't a good, very good company maybe on the trip and they accepted it saying, okay, keep on with your play game or whatever, read this book because I have to concentrate on, we have this meeting, etc. But after the meeting, going to uh, Scotland to the Self Caters Association's meeting or going to Portugal to their meeting uh, there or to Barcelona uh, and then having a kid along uh, 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 was uh, one of the best experiences. And without that, I think that I would have stopped uh, a long time ago. But, uh, but people take it nice, like yeah, a, a nice girl, uh, 10 years old, looking, ooh, what is this? Or uh, a, 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 an eager boy who wanted to help me. And when I ask them now, they are like 17 and 20, etc. They are saying, are you coming along? Dad, come on. <laughs> but they still, we still have good memories from that. So I think we need to see that work and life Need to uh, to go together. Also, when you work, you bring your life along, and uh, when when uh, when you're home, you will bring uh, work home. Especially in this COVID world, right, where we work from home. So, no, on that side, I think I'm quite privileged. But who knows uh, how things are going? Yeah, Carlos, I think that's marvelous. Like you've set ideas running for what I'm going to do. Now, look, what what are the big events this year? We've got Annecy, hopefully. Um, um, 
Antonio, please organize a crash. I'm going to have a three-month-old baby. Like, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> now, please organize a crash. Um, who else do we need to ask to organize crashes for, for this year? Well, I think uh, I think uh, I think uh, uh, we, uh, we will have a lot of. We need to meet together now. We are getting crazy of not meeting in person, uh, and uh, and I think there will be uh, conferences going around along and, uh, and 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 meetings. Like from beginning from May June, we will all be on the road again. Everybody will be on the road, and I think uh, uh, I hope. Uh, uh, Everybody should put a cross in their calendar, September 14, September 14. We'll do big news coming up soon. Uh, also, October 28 in Malaga, I promise you, a huge event coming up there. And, uh, and uh, in end of November, there's also an event. And hey, tell you, uh, I, I love being invited to London uh, and other beautiful places, but I promise you, this invitation, uh, you would like that too. Cancun. November 22 in Mexico, blue water, the most beautiful water, white beaches and short-term rental. So, uh, so uh, no, there will be a lot of activity uh, and they take on the kids, right? <laughs> Three months old also. That's uh, what I'm hearing. Also. Bring the family, bring the kids and we'll see yeah. you in Cancun. Yeah, um, see you, <laughs> okay, Carlos. Look, I think that is a wonderfully positive and optimistic note to finish on. That we're going to meet up again this year. So, thank you for giving me your time and your wisdom. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, if you don't know who Carlos is, I don't believe you. Um, but you'll find his links, and we'll give you links to LinkedIn and the EHHA, etc., as well. And please reach out directly to either of us if you've got any more questions. But yeah. Carlos, thank you so much again and have a great rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you. I'm and thank you for all what you're doing with our industry. Thanks a lot. Very Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.